Hi, Saji. Hey, Susan. Hey, welcome back. I know. Welcome back. Was that summer over? <laughs> Did we have a summer? I just have Did to we have <laughs> Look at the weather. You can't even tell. I know. Right? Yes. And, and I mean, have you been on vacation since March? <laughs> no, no vacations. I mean, we, we took <laughs> drives. We did yeah. the, these drives to different places, um, meaning like the grocery store or. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's as far as we went with a mask on. <laughs> exactly. Well, everyone, welcome to season two of COPE. Um, if, you're a, <laughs> if you're a new listener, COPE is the community of physician educators and I tell you what, this year, our LIC, our Longitudinal Integrated Curriculum, is going to explode. Ooh, ooh. Yes. We got lots going on. Lot going on. So um, I thought, you know, selfishly, um, I wanted uh, to the focus of today's podcast to be around preparing for your learner. Um, and uh, we have a lot of learning going on. And for phase one LIC, which has changed its name to LIC one, um, we'll actually be starting up soon in October, the first week of actually the second week of October. And then I know um, there's a lot of stuff going on with LIC and I'll let Saji tell us what's going on with this, these students. They finished phase one and they graduated to phase two. Whoa. Uh, whoa yeah uh, these uh, these students uh, have I guess they'll be very much remembered to going through uh, phase one uh, with the COVID so unfortunately they didn't get all of the clinical experience that they could have but um, that's okay they're going to get it now uh, phase two is basically all of the LIC and the LIC director shout out to them putting together all of this uh, clinical time that they'll spend the entire weeks for 40 weeks, um, integrating their knowledge with all the specialists um, and figuring out what medicine's all about. So how to say it more than it's going to be great. Yes, totally. Yeah. So what's been going on? Yeah. Tell us about um, TLIC. What's that? So Dr. Lee Fever, she's our course director for TLIC, doing a great job, and they are getting ready for their inpatient experience. Uh, for what that means is that they're getting the all the nitpicking little parts of it that they need to know. They need to know how to pre-round, what is the expectations in their OB rotation, what are the expectations in their surgery. They're getting to know uh, a little bit more of their clinical skills again because they didn't get to do physical exam during COVID times. So they're getting a refresher on that. Um, they're going to get to know what's a sign out. So all of this uh, important information prior to them getting into the inpatient experience. Nice. And then, yeah. and then um, what happens after they do this um, transitions to LAC? What do they do next? Oh, they go to the hospital. So they set foot in the hospital. They'll do three weeks of inpatient medicine, three weeks of surgery, two weeks of OB, and one week of peds, all inpatient. Wow. Where, so, where, where are they doing this stuff? Oh, 
they're going everywhere. Um, so I know for medicine, they're doing it at JPS, Methodist, Harris, Baylor. Um, and then I think for a surgery, they're even going to go to Mansfield. So, I mean, wow. like they're going locations to get their experience so shout out to those hospital systems too for allowing our students to come in and I feel like they're going to have a great experience all of these faculty that are at those facilities are gearing up getting ready for these students to come I it's going to be a great overall experience for everybody yeah you bet yeah their very first pneumonia can yeah. you imagine? You know, they're going to yeah. get to experience all that and put all their um, stuff that you taught them, uh, you know, in front of them. Yeah. yeah. You know, just, just as a curiosity, are there any restrictions on these um, second year students in terms of, you know, COVID positive patients or will they be um, caring for the gamut? If the service has a COVID positive patient, will the student be involved in their care? No, they won't be involved in their care. You know, they are, you know, phase two students. Um, and so we've all decided that they will not see yeah. those patients and everyone's aware of that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and they're wearing the proper PPE going in, their masks, they're, they have goggles, they have face shields that are with them so they can wear that appropriately. Great. So, yeah. um, and so after they finish this hospital time and then what happens next? Yeah, then they come to you guys, right? Now they'll go back into the LIC world. Um, so our phase one preceptors are carrying on their students for the most part. So you'll see them transition and blossom into their phase two. Uh, now that they have all their clinical skills in hand, um, you can let them let them go. Uh, let them see the patients and be able to um, talk to them about their assessment and plan and uh, make a plan together. I mean, that's going to be really, really nice. The really interesting thing about this is also a continuity panel. Yeah. Um, it carries forward. Um, so whatever panel member they had uh, in phase one, they'll continue into phase two and they'll get additional ones in the other rotations uh, in surgery, OB, PED, psych, um, all of them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and so that will be interesting. They'll get to follow their patient to their clinic, as well as their specialty uh, appointments or to the ER, wherever that patient goes. Obviously, within duty hours and work hour rules, yeah, um, they'll follow that. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, Whitney really set me up nicely because um, she took a poll of the current now second years about mm -hmm. um, really their phase one experience, their LAC one experience. And she asked them, um, you know, how much of the time did you huddle and debrief? And so I got this real time like feedback on some of these <laughs> core experiences. So um, they said 70% of the time huddle and debrief happened. Um, so, you know, that, that's, that's, that's great. I wish it was a hundred percent, but anyway, and then they asked about um, using skills of out. And really, we asked students, how um, did you use skills of LSAT? And 50% of students use SET. Is, I think it's much higher in the preceptor group. But um, but anyway, and then finally, panel. This is what's triggered this. Um, um, how many of you enrolled a panel patient? So 70% of the cohort enrolled a panel patient. So um, there is, you know, again, 
that's probably the main lesson learned for me for LIC1 is just to start talking about continuity and panel like from the very beginning. I say LIC1 and then I just have to say panel with the next breath. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we'll definitely be talking a lot about panel throughout. Um, so that's a big digression. Um, well, this is, this, is, this is pretty cool. Um, we are talking now kind of opening the season because soon um, our first year students will be starting in the clinical learning environments. And um, Saji, so tell us about these first year learners because you wear a lot of great hats at the medical school. So I think you're, you're really the, the um, ideal co-host here because you ha you're knowing what's going on in the world of um, the LAC um, as the I am clerkship director, but you're also um, uh, a a main um, person of clinical skills. So, tell us about these first year students, please. Well, Susan, you know as much as I know. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but in clinical skills, uh, we just finish or finishing. Um, their very first, uh, well, they're going to have their first OSCE. And what that means is they'll finish uh, their complete HMP, um, except for physical exam. Okay, I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> HPI, HPI, all the other yeah, yeah. stuff, and they'll okay. come to a plan. Okay. Uh, they've seen how to write a note. They've written a note. Um, okay. And also they have, you know, they're working on their oral presentation. So, so a little bit sooner than we did last year, right? We're going to yeah. get to some of these aspects earlier. By the time they hit October for their very first clinic visit, they'll have some skills. Nice. Um, so mm -hmm. look forward to them being able to take a full HPI without a problem. Awesome. Um, now, obviously, they'll need help with their uh, physical exam because yeah. they're still learning that but they'll be pretty good about taking the history. Yeah. And then yeah. just for new, um, new to us and listening. Um, so, you know, the idea with LAC1 and clinical skills is these students, they get introduced, um, they learn, they practice these foundational clinical skills um, in the clinical skills course. Um, and then they come out to the clinic and they spend time with you and they apply you know, my course is an application course. So there's a lot of demonstrating. Um, so a lot of application and we re really rely on you preceptors to help them um, improve, refine, master these foundational skills so that by the end of this experience, this phase one or first year learner experience, they're ready to hit the ground running, gonna run right into the hospital and not have to hopefully spend five weeks in transitions, but just a couple of weeks and then bam, right into the hospital. So, um, so today we, I thought that we would, um, kind of talk about the over year, like the intent of COPE season two, because, um, last year I got to really, um, I got to, to dominate this podcast, right? I just used it for my own course and really as a communication tool with the preceptors, with the distributive faculty in my own course. But um, but this year, I really hope that we can involve, you know, all the clerkship directors. So just to give a peek of like, you know, what does LIC mean now for a second year student? So Saji, what what is that, you know, that second year student, of course, is returning to if you had an LIC1 FM doctor, hopefully, and for, you know, a lot of people, they're coming back. 
but where else, what else is this student doing during the week in, in LAC2? What's happening? Yeah, so every single day they're doing a different clerkship. So if Monday's FM, Tuesday's IM, Wednesday's surgery, Thursday's OB, Friday could be peds or a psych, you know. So so every day they're doing a different clerkship for 40 weeks. Uh, and so it, it's a good it's going to be very interesting for them to see the different perspectives. The interesting thing also, just to give you a global picture, is that they have something called leaps learning and pondering sessions. And that's once a week on a Thursday afternoon there. Uh, the students will be actually gaining um, a subject. Say we say abdominal pain in the beginning of that week. Those just like you did in set. Right. Uh, you, you were able to kind of put out uh, what the learning things are for that week. The same way um, we're going to say it's abdominal pain. And then every clerkship will kind of focus in on abdominal pain um, as preceptors and, and move forward to kind of finding those cases or discussing it, talking about management or plan, so that when they come to the LEAPs, they're kind of well-prepared for the LEAP session. And they have to, on their own, the students learn the pathophys and the yeah. or whatever else that they need to know for that. So it's, it's going to be interesting. It's a different way of looking at uh, integrating um, yeah. medicine. Yeah. 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 Will the basic scientists come back and kind of give input for some of those leap sessions? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Because they're cool. still step one. So we, we have yeah. to make sure that they remember all of that. So yeah, everyone has a part in it. Um, yeah. the communication team, one um, uh, scientist, uh, the others that are involved in any of their education. Yeah. So we put all the aspects in so that way the, it's very well fleshed out that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a big feat actually for, for four hours. Yeah. But every yeah. four hours. And um, I know those are kind of really um, protected, protected times. So the student will be coming Thursday afternoons, no matter what. And yeah, yeah I think it'd be really cool experience actually and yeah. if you're a preceptor in the distributed model i know um the the clerkship directors the leap the leap makers that's what you know and i i don't maybe nobody likes that i say this but i think of your leap program as a lot clean skills too you know mm -hmm. like um like I, I think i want the student to get out of my course to comprehensive hmp and then um, a and with assistance, you know, like basic a &P, but really it's okay. I would expect they need assistance. But then in your course, they're really focusing on clinical decision-making, critical thinking. It becomes, you know, a lot more. Um, and um, preceptors, it, we, they definitely want you. Um, so if you're interested in teaching, coming to the mothership, in a physically distanced way <laughs> or in a yes, virtual way. Reach out. Yeah, 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 in a virtual way, I guess. Um, I don't, but anyway, um, we definitely um, want to involve um, preceptors. So that being said, like, um, you know, last year I used this podcast really before um, my sessions, uh, my planned sessions, and I put out the session objectives and it was just yet, I felt like another way to communicate with our preceptors. And I, I think about 30% of um, the preceptors regularly listened um, to our podcast. Um, and now, you know, now that Saji, you're going to put on your clerkship hat, what is your, how, how does this podcast change, do you think? 
Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think it's it's also a lot of reflection and maybe having, like you said in the beginning, more of a community effort uh, to making sure that we are involving a lot more. Now the preceptors, hey, you also have one year in the game. Yeah. Give us the input, uh, be on the show, be part of this so that we can develop what what is essential for everyone to know. Yeah. Um, I think we kind of put around uh, a, a plug as saying we want preceptors to tell us their story, you yeah. know, yeah. of what's going on in the world and how they chose. These students want to know. Now, you may not have all the students, but you have a venue to get to all the students. Yeah. Um, and so that way they can figure out, hey, yeah, I, I can I can really understand the struggles that physician went through to become a doctor and continues to have. Oh, right? oh yeah. And personal. That's how personal the connection. connection. Yeah. yeah. Cause what is it? And, community of mm-hmm. physician, but come the community aspect. Yes. Yes. So if we're able to make that connection between you and a student and may not be the student you have necessarily, but another student, yeah. let's do it. Let's do you know, it. That's, yeah. that's why you're here. That's why you want to be part of this uh, school, right? Because yeah. yeah. you're trying to give back um, as well. So this yeah, totally, looking for- yeah, this totally like sort of, um, you know, as you're talking to me, I think, oh, I just told you 30% viewership, right, for intended mm-hmm. audience. Is that mm-hmm. a successful thing? Like, probably not, right? So maybe we, I should abandon, like, COPE as a way to communicate objectives and course information. We should kind of decouple COPE with, with LAC1. So I, I'd say let's decouple COPE from LAC1 now. And then okay. so that it can now be opened up for the entire um, clerkship group. How, what do you think? I think that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I think so yeah. too. All yeah. right. I mean, I think we can have different streams and people are gonna look at it. Okay, this is something that I wanna listen to because it, I, I, it resonates with me. Yeah. And, and let's, let's do that. And the more ideas we get, the, the better it would be. Yeah, and so like can more reflect on the experience of of educating um, of medical students or just the experience of medicine kind of thing to build community, kind of, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's also like interesting for me to learn something about another physician that I'm friends with for years on end and had no idea Yeah, you know, how they got to where they are, you know? Uh, so there is there's more to be said about our stories. We don't have a voice to say it and maybe this is a platform for it. Yeah, I think I think you're right. So, you know, I was like, um, today, preparing for your learner, let's talk COVID, let's talk PPE. Oh, by the way, here's a newsflash. Now the School of Medicine says they'll provide the PPE for our students. Rock on. So, um, mm-hmm. so anyway, if you're a preceptor, LEC1, LEC2, the students will be walking in the door with the goggles and the mask and all that stuff from us. Mm-hmm. Of course, unless your system says no, we'll, you know, we want you to use our PPE, but anyway, that's a side note, but I'd say, so let's, let's just, this is the season opener. We have a new kind of direction for COPE, which that's exciting. Um, and then I'll probably still continue like, um, 
the uh, um, newsletter option and um, uh, for communicating objectives to preceptors. And then I'm just kind of on this like screencasting kick. Um, um, so you might be getting some videos for me where I sort of they're navigate. very good videos. No, they're, they're, they're really they're, good. They're corny, but um, but anyway, uh, maybe that, that I will attempt to um, communicate in that way um, to my to my LAC one group. Um, and then, yeah, we, let's let's blow this up. Let's blow this up, uh, cope um, for all of LAC and and see where it goes. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. And shout out to uh, I'm just gonna say for phase one, Dr. Witten, you did a great job uh, <laughs> making phase one happen. It's, it is a big feat. Um, to, to know just all the things that she had to do to to make sure it it survived uh, <laughs> as well as uh, done really well because from the students perspective and also preceptors yeah it's really uh, shout out to you yeah, yeah. that this that was the I mean I'm, I'm gonna try probably shouldn't say this out loud but it really was their probably best experience all right um, yeah and so um I've I'm just really yeah well great job but you know really um um preceptors are the heart of the lic they're the heart of lic one they are the heart of um lic two and beyond you know that our students get access to more to 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 mentoring relationships with so many physicians it's just such a tremendous strength of this um program so a big big thank you to all the preceptors for essentially volunteering your time and um, wisdom. Um, It is like a donation and gift to the next generation of um, medical professionals. So thank you very much. Um, About donations. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, that was in the news. 25 million. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's good news. Good news for the school. So I think really there, maybe there'll be like a name change. I, I don't know. Oh, is that controversial? I would I like. No idea. It'd be easier to say um, like one name, right? Um, then the TCU and UNT Health Sciences or School of Medicine. Ooh. We didn't do the disclaimer. Oh, yeah. Okay. Is it so? Did we say anything controversial? No. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> this is Saji and I. We, we talk about our uh, medical school gigs here on this podcast, and there are our own views and opinions. And, you know, I mean, if you're listening and you wonder if the uh, mothership has any, um, I don't know, formal connection with this podcast, I'll just tell you no. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think that, that should be it, Saji. So, you know, moving forward then, what do you think is next? What would be um, the next episode? Maybe I want to, let's interview a preceptor. Let's get let's to know. Do it. Let's get to know a preceptor next time, because I think we taught, you know, you guys or our, our small dedicated uh, body of listeners um, has been listening to us uh, talk uh, for amongst ourselves. But um, maybe next time, let's focus on a preceptor. So hey, we might show up in your office. Yeah, I'm a little bit resistant. To interview you. I'm a little bit, I'm a chicken. I have not eaten in a restaurant. Um, I am, I might, I don't <laughs> know, Saji, if I want to go to somebody's restaurant, or not restaurant, but um, office, but but yes, we may show up. Saji may drag me. Um, we'll be six feet apart and masked and all geared up. Um, oh, did I, did I tell you I found these like awesome goggles that look like my glasses and now I'm, oh, I'm pretty, really? yeah, I'm, I'm, it's so much better than the face shield. The face shield, I just felt like Darth Vader, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you know, I'd fog up. I, it was getting to the point where I tell the patient, listen, in about two seconds, I'm going to fog up on you. I won't be able to see you. I can't touch this. We just have to, I have to lift the thing up and hope I, hope I um, dry out. So anyway, right. um, I just need to get over it and maybe, yes, we will come to your office even and interview you. But yeah, next episode, let's start interviewing some, some preceptors. Get out there. Okay. okay. Any volunteers, just email us. Please. Call- yeah. yeah, please do. Please. Um, all right. Well, Saji, I'm looking forward to new directions in COPE. In a way, it kind of takes a lot of the pressure off. Like now I don't have to be like, oh my God, we got to do the podcast before the session. So here it is, an announcement. We are decoupling COPE from LAC1 and we are going to fly to new directions. <laughs> nice, nice. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. I think that's it. All right. Great. Bye, guys. Bye.